Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die When all the birds are singing <laughs> Evening, ladies and gentlemen Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps My name's Chris, I am here with Alan Hello That's Alan, and uh, this is Love the Graps It's a podcast where we get together after a wrestling show And talk about the wrestling show that we've been to it is currently two minutes before midnight. Two minutes to midnight. Yep, that's Alan. Um, and uh, we are driving home. We're on the road. So you'll probably hear some road car noises. Well, just deal with it. Yeah, it's raining as well, so you might hear the wipers. Yeah. But I've got to do the wipers, otherwise we won't be able to see where we're going. And we will die, and you'll never hear this recording. No, because who's going to upload it if we die? What kind of sicko is going to upload that? Sky News Australia. Sky News Australia, yeah. 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 Or um, Live Leaks, the website where all of the beheadings and that end up uploaded. It'd be Dead Leaks, wouldn't it? Yeah, well... Yeah, maybe they should change their name. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in on your dials, pointing your dials in our direction. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about a wrestling show that we're currently on our way away from, um, and that was Fight Club Pro International Tekkers, um, which isn't anything to do with the video game Tekken, which um, <laughs> always springs to my mind when I hear that name. International Tekken. Yeah, an international Tekken tournament. Who's your Tekken character? I don't like remember. There was one that had a t- like a leopard's head, right? Uh, yeah, that was King. Yeah, yeah. I don't he remember. He was a wrestler. Yeah. There was one that looked a bit like um, like uh, Ryu or from Street Fighter. Right. Yeah. That was uh, well. That might have been either Forest or Martial Law. Right. Okay. Yeah. I like Michelle Williams. Yeah. Um, from Destiny's good. Child. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was she was really good. Oh, I didn't know she was in that. Yeah, before, um, was that before or after Destiny's Child? It was uh, before. Yeah, and then um, I later on I also quite like playing with Roger the Kangaroo. Okay. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. Sounds like a sounds like a euphemism. Sounds like one of Australia's favourite hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Tell me about it. Yeah. Great stuff on the Love the Graps podcast. Um, so we've been to Fight Club Pro. Uh, in Wolverhampton, yeah. um, as is our one every month or so, yeah. as season ticket holders, yeah. <clears throat> sitting there, sitting there, right there on the front row. Maybe you know what we look like and you've spotted us. Maybe we are the only reason that you go to Fight Club Pro, to see our reactions live and in person. I have noticed, I was, I was looking across the ring yeah. um, at our friends uh, Charlotte and Luke. Who also sit front row, uh, but always manage to sit opposite us. Yeah, it's weird. Always weirdly. opposite. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking back to when uh, we used to get the fiction. Yeah. And we'd sit front row, and they were they were like quite near then. Yeah. Um, but now, like tonight, they seem like a million miles away. Yeah, because they got mats now, haven't they? Yeah. Between us and barriers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a ring. Seems like they've built a wall between us. Yeah. Used a presidential veto. To build a wall. To build a wall. Topical, that is. Topical. Ha, ha, ha. Red hot. Yeah. Off the, red hot off the presses. Yeah. Um, so, we 
we, 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 we go to Fight Club Pro on the regs. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, enjoy the shows. Yeah. Um, but let's find out what we loved and what we not loved. <laughs> um, so we're going to do three and three. Yeah. We call it the three and three formula. Yeah. Um, three things that we loved under the banner Love, love the Graps and three things that we didn't like as much not my graps yeah it's straightforward it's not a difficult concept it's an to easy grasp format yeah some people fail to grasp it on the love the graps group on yeah. facebook and try and do five loves and only like one hate it doesn't work that way and it's like i like i appreciate you trying to be positive that isn't the formula no you're throwing the whole system out of whack and if you can't nitpick yeah what are you even doing there yeah what's wrong with you it, yeah. To err is human, but to point out other people's errors, that's even more human. <laughs> um, so we're going to do three things that we like okay. first, because that's the order that we tend to do. It's just tradition at this point, yeah. as much as anything. Yeah. Um, uh, unless you'd like to go off on a tangent about something beforehand. We haven't really done that in a little while. No. What would you like to talk about that's not wrestling? Um, nothing. Okay, it's cool. fairly straightforward. Uh, we will have another trip at some point where we'll we'll have something else to talk about. Yeah. Um, maybe but, maybe hit those heights of that time when we talked about the likely lads. Yeah. Remember when we used to talk about Wimpy all the time? Yeah. Don't really do that anymore, do we? I uh, I'm on a message board on the internet, uh, and somebody posted a picture. Can I just say I feel like I forced a tangent now. Yeah. Um, somebody posted a picture of the time that um, him and his friends went to a rave. Cool. Uh, and they took a uh, Mr. Wimpy costume with them and took turns wearing it at the rave. And uh, yeah, he posted Sounds a photo disgusting. Of it. Yeah, he said it wasn't conducive to uh, energetic dancing. No, no. Um, it was very sweaty. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right, love the graps then. Numero uno. Okay, right. Where do you want to start? Let's start with the, the champ. Now former champ, spoilers, sorry about that. But why are you listening to this if you don't already know what's happened? Um, Mako Satamora. Yeah. Miko. Miko Satamora. It's not fucking Miko. Just, like, Fraser Thomas was the ring announcer tonight. Yeah. He came out and he went, Fight Club Pro Champion, Mako Satamora. Because that is how it's said. That is the correct way to say it. Yeah. Only for everyone in the crowd to repeat Matt Taylor Richards' horrid mistake and still call her Miko. Her name's not fucking Miko. It's Mako. Yeah. I, um... I, it was almost a struggle to sit next to you tonight. I was bristling. You, were, you really were. You were absolutely bristled. Yeah. Um, but Mako Satamura. Yeah. Um, she walked into tonight as the reigning Fight Club Pro Champion. Yep. She, she's had that for a little while now, hasn't she? Uh, Maybe a year. coming on a year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's held the belt for let, let's say a year, yeah, uh, and she's defended it as much as possible. Um, not really defended it abroad. I thought that would be a thing that they might have done more. No, I mean she defended it at WrestleMania weekend last year again, but under the Fight Club Pro banner. Yeah, um, and, well, and in fact that was described as the Fight Club Pro Women's title, if you remember. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right. idiots, um, idiots. Yeah. But like. I thought they might have ended up having it defended in Japan at some point. Yeah, maybe on a DVT show or something. Yeah, but Uh, no. But, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's besides the point. Um, Mako Satomura walked in with the championship and left uh, without it tonight. 
However, um, a really, really good match with Mark Davis. Yeah. There have been a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, there have been a handful and like a vocal handful of people who haven't been as keen on Mako Satomura as the Fight Club Pro Champion. No. Um, I think they fall into a couple of camps. Um, the first being the Brock Lesnar syndrome with having a champion who's not on every show. Yeah. Um, and she's not on every show, but then they don't run every week. No. So missing a show or two isn't the end of the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so she hasn't been defending it week in, week out. And some people have, you know, gotten their knickers in a twist, yeah. um, to coin a phrase. Well, it can also, um, if you don't have your champion defending on each, on every show, then you can make a point of people, like, vying for the chance to fight the champion. Yeah. Which is, is fine. Yeah, you know, that's the that's the thing. Um, the other camp is the camp that doesn't believe that a smaller female competitor stands a chance against a larger male competitor. Um, and whether that be, you know, a gender thing or whether that be a size thing, um, they don't believe she's a credible match up for some of the people she's been going up against. I think it tends to be a gender thing because I, those same people probably wouldn't say the same if the challenger was Jack Gallagher or Spud you know they, yeah. they'd be fine with that um, so yeah. I think it is a gender thing I, I think I think you would I think I think in the first instance it's a gender thing I think they may try argue otherwise um but yeah, so there, there have been detractors that fall into those two camps. Um, I think tonight she should have she her performance should put to rest any of the detractors in the second. Camp. She was furious. She was a whirlwind. Yeah, violent, uh, unstoppable at times. Yep, just really taking it to Mark Davis. Um, cut him open. Yep, he bled. Uh, and it, it really was I mean there were times when they played on the fact that he is much bigger than her especially early in the match yeah, yeah. and he overpowered her but she wore him down with like a constant stream of violence yeah um, which is exactly what I wanted to see that's that's the Mako Satomura away yeah and I think today was a real great example of that a great example of what makes Mako Satomura great and it's that kind of like persistence it's like you can't keep her down yeah. and she's going to hit you hard. So you better hope that you're going to outlast yeah. the barrage that she will throw at you. It's kind of like the Paul Robinson syndrome. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like you can beat him, but you better kill him when you do it because otherwise he'll come back. Yeah. Um, and hopefully she will come back. Um, Fight Club Pro aren't done with Sendai Girls, which is Mako's promotion. They announced tonight that they're going to be doing... Uh, a show they're a promoting Sendai a Sendai Girls show, show yeah. uh, in Manchester. Manchester yeah in July um, so Mako's going to be around so hopefully she's still going to be um, in that title picture yeah. and the weird thing was I, I turned to you when Mako's music hit and it struck me that it's brilliant that it seems normal that Mako Satamura is just just on her fight the pro show yeah. Well, we said it before, like, you know, there was that one year where we saw her, like, over a dozen times. Yeah. And that seemed 
unfathomable at the time. But I mean, more than that, I mean, maybe this is slightly to the to the detriment of the show tonight in a way. That tonight is International Techers, yeah, and International Techers used to be the Fight Club Pro's main show where they would have more imports than they usually have. Um, whereas tonight it just seemed like the normal amount, and it's a night when you had Shima, you had Daisuke Sekimoto, you had Ray Aurus, uh making his debut, um, you had like the besties in the world appearing, you had Mako Satomura, yeah. um, and it just seems normal now. Yeah, and and I, that is, we're extremely fortunate to be in that position. Um, but sometimes perhaps it does work a bit too much the other way. Yeah. But um, I loved the, the the title match. Uh, I was I was uh, kayfabe deflated when Mark Davis won, um, but it was it was great. Bit of storytelling. Yeah. Really, Absolutely. really good. Um, let's move on to a second love the grabs and you mentioned them very briefly then um, but we had a tag title match yeah um, again spoilers um, this match started as a, a open challenge for the Hunter Brothers yeah Hunter Brothers um, uh, issued an open challenge although they came out and they appeared to kind of sort of <laughs> almost make like it wasn't their choice well Lee, Lee Hunter the phrase was as you may know we, for some reason, issued an open <laughs> challenge. Almost as if, why did we do that? Yeah. Um, but they did issue an open challenge, yeah. um, which ended up being answered by three teams, turning this into a four corners tag match. Yeah. Um, the first of whom were the Grizzled Young Veterans of yeah. WWE NXT UK fame. Yeah, NXT Tag Team Champions. So, Apparently. Yeah, so immediately, I mean, I think we saw them win it. <laughs> When we watched, did we? Yeah, we watched the UK takeover. Oh, right. okay. um, yeah, when they came out, you, you kind of turned to me and said, "Well, how are they going to do this? Because they're not taking the pin. No, and they can't exactly win because then they can't be beat. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that, that was sorted out by the fact that uh, the anti-fun police yep. were the next ones out. Yeah, and then we had um, a surprise appearance from the besties in the world, Vega and Fitchit. Yeah, um, and a uh, spoiler. Um, they ended up picking up the win. Yeah. New Fight Club Pro Tag Team Champions. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a massive surprise that uh, Besties in the World came out because they're, they're, they're in the country at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it wasn't a huge surprise that they came out, but it was a welcome surprise. Yeah, and it um, was well sort of worked by having it a four-way. Yeah, and the fans singing along to uh, Truly Madly Deeply yeah. by Savage Garden. Um, not quite with the, the gusto that they they sang along to um, Shane Strickland's Ain't Nobody last month. No. Um, that was somewhat quite special. Better song. It is a better song. Yeah. yeah it is a better song. Um, but, you know, it was welcome to see them. And um, the match was, was super. Yeah. Just a, really, just a really fun, silly, four-way tag match. Yeah. Not a single, like, down moment in it. No. Uh, it was just fully on. Started off in uh, one of the, the best ways with a Zach Gibson promo. Yeah, well, a thing that I miss not seeing him yeah. so often. Yeah. And like, I can't imagine you seeing loads of it on the WWE show. Um, but yeah, always a real highlight. Yeah. And he said that 90% of the crowd were there to try and sleep with the wrestlers at the after party. Yeah. And the other 10%. Well, I don't know whether you need to. Re- 
but you repeat the last what, part. But what? The, the other ten percent were, were cucks sitting in the corner. Yeah, I just yeah. don't know why we need to use the word cuck on I this know, podcast. I know it's a horrible word. Yeah, so I apologise for using Great, that. Great, thanks. Word. But it was quite good because uh, Chris, uh, when he said that ninety percent of the the people were were there to sleep with the. Uh, the rest of yeah. you, you exempted yourself from that. I said, that I don't do that. I'm not doing that. Yeah, uh, which meant that you put yourself in the 10% that were cut. Well, I mean, that's if you accept his statistics as fact. Well, I, I see no reason not to. Well, he also believes that he's, he's soon to be the world's number one. And that hasn't borne itself out yet, has it? Yet. yet. Keywords yet. Well, I mean... Soon, mate. Soon. When is soon? How soon is now? Well, get Morrissey on the phone. No, I don't want to have that conversation. Well, you know, he's got Schadenfreude copying his haircut, so... <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, so, yeah, fun match. Uh, started off with a great little promo, then it was all action. Um, lots of... Uh, a nice little comedy bit where uh, the anti-fun police found themselves tagged in against each other. Yep. Um, liked that. That was pretty good. Um, and, yeah, just everything that we like uh, about Fight Club Pro with the kind of the fast, furious... Um, no scramble tonight, so this kind of replaced the scramble. Yeah. Um, and yeah, really, really liked it. Okay, well, let's do a last love for graps there. Okay. And um, we're going to talk about a man that um, we've, we have talked about quite a bit on this podcast. Yes, we're big fans. Um, we are big fans. Um, not really bigged him up too much recently. No. Um, but there were a couple of little moments tonight which remind us that. Fight Club Pro, in a lot of ways, is the Chris Brooks show. Yeah. Um, I think I don't think it's too much of a stretch to sort of label him as the architect of the Schadenfreude project. Yeah. Um, but tonight he had a he had a fun opening match against John Schema. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Fraser Thomas, you managed to get Mako Satamora right. Yeah. But you said Seema. Yeah. Now I can see why you might say Seema, except the guy's name is actually Shima. It's S H I I M A. That's his name. Yeah. So. Greek lad. Yeah. yeah, Greek lad. Yeah. Greek fella. Yeah. Um, they had a fun little match. Fun match, which um, Brooks won. Yeah. Um, but my highlight was when, um, before the Kyle Fletcher Daisuke Sakamoto match, when Chris Brooks invited Sakamoto to join Schadenfreude. Yep. Um, just some, an excuse to put a couple of jokes. Yeah, just some funny, silly little jokes. Um, he reminded us that at the last show they'd kicked out one big idiot, big dumb idiot, yeah. and that they needed another one um, and invited Sekimoto to join. Yeah. Um, and also that, he'd, that they'd hung out a lot in... Um, Oberhausen last week. Yeah, Chris Brooks had even lent him his international phone charger. Top, top bants, isn't it? Yeah, top it was bants. Um, Sekimoto did turn it down, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and then failed to tear a Schadenfreude <laughs> t-shirt. Did, yeah. It's these soft style t-shirts, isn't it? They're too yeah, flexible, too too springy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's like those two bits and a, and a bit at the end when he came out after Mark Mark Davis had won the title. It's lovely to see someone obviously enjoying what they're doing. Just revelling in being a prick as well. Yeah. Um, the, the Shima thing, like, knowing Chris Brooks a little bit, that match will have been an absolute dream for him. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's no one who is a, a big fan of international wrestling 
for you know the last 20 years who didn't like the the Toyumon Dragon Gate guys. Um, so that will have been just lovely for him to, to get in there and have a singles match with Shima. And then to come out and, and do that little promo uh, and then at the end run around like the loon. Like I say, it just looks like he's having the best time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's really nice to see. Thatcher as well. I noticed uh, before Thatcher uh, had his match um, against Dan Maloney, he came to the ring and he followed the cameraman around with the camera in his face. Yeah lip-syncing the words to Human Fly like he was doing a TikTok. Stomping around like he was on RuPaul's Drag Race he yeah, was. It was great. Yeah. You know, people just having a lot of fun really like to see it. And uh, yeah, Chris Brooks is really illustrating that. So so well done you dick. Yeah, he is still a dick though. Yeah. Um, and that brings us on to things that maybe we didn't like as much. Okay. Um, so not my graps. Well, let's, let's just start with the throwaway one. Okay. Um, spin. Well, Ray Horace, Horace, Ray Horace Hogan. Ray, Raymond Horace. Ray Hogan. Horace Hogan. It's just like every time he got any sort of impact, was just spitting. Yeah. Just spit everywhere. Like weighty white spit. Just disgusting it was. Yeah. And like Fight Club Pro is the promotion that welcomes spitters. Yeah, Sammy Callahan back Sammy there Callahan, next month. Well known spit. Spit man. Yep. Obviously, Chris Brooks himself has dabbled in a bit of um, saliva play in yeah. the past. Yeah. Um, I've been spat at by Chris Brooks a number of times. Yeah. I'm glad that seems to have died down a little bit. I missed the wet willy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I Bring mean, that, that back, Chris, if you're listening. That was really disgusting. Yeah. That's um, like old school CCK at this point, Whoa. isn't it? Um, do you remember when they used to say sick fucking tag moves? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, do you remember why they said that? Yeah, yeah. You're an idiot. Um, but yeah, just disgusting. I just don't want to see it. Yeah. I'll tell you what I was spitting about tonight. What? £2.50 for a can of Coke, mate. Oh, God. £2.50? We moaned on the last podcast that it was £2. It's gone up. People, okay. like, talk about... Like WWE or like even you know bands and stuff re-releasing their CDs on like special editions and stuff, and the phrase "milk in the diehards" yeah. it feels a little bit like that with Fight Club Pro. Well, in fact, let's transition that to a second not my grabs. Yeah, and that they had two intervals tonight. Yeah. Now that's not unknown. It was quite common with Fight Club Pro. It has been... It was the norm for quite a while. Yeah, at the Fiction. Yeah. Um, when, to be honest, they were making all the bar sales. Yeah. Uh, so you could understand it a little bit. But it also felt a bit bit different, you know? Um, whereas they've kind of transitioned to a more traditional product now. For the most part. Yeah, in a big room with video screens and stuff. So it's not quite the the fight club in a room above a, a nightclub that it was before that maybe two intervals uh, feared but yeah two intervals tonight the second of which happened at a quarter to eleven yeah and and yeah I think like the reason you could kind of connect this to the first not my graps there is like ev- like whenever this happens there's always a big push from the announcer to go and buy drinks at the bar and I get it I do get it because I think they probably do make money on the bar fight club well I should think so £2.50 a can of coke like I, fi- I, I figure they do like that is part of it yeah but 
I don't I, like it. I was yeah, I was frothing. Like I was really annoyed. I mean, I'm really tired right now. That's why we're doing this. spoilers for real life, non like pod, like. Well, no, it's not. It's definitely directly podcast related. Like I'm very tired. That's why we're doing the podcast. You've in been the to car. Euro Disney, haven't you? I've been to Euro Disney, but like we're all tired. We've all got other things to do. Like let's just get on with this so that the people who want to stick around afterwards can have that fun. And the people who want to go home can have that fun. Like, do you know what, mate? We were so annoyed that usually in the interval we get up, and in fact in the first interval we get up and we go and talk to some people. We, yeah. We spread our our joy around. Yeah. People the 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 fun of talking just to like, us. We just like to let people yeah. bask in our reflected glory. Yeah. The the second interval we just sat in our chairs. We weren't going to give anyone any fun. No. You know, it was like. That's on Fight Club Pro, so yeah. you know if you if you saw us sitting there at second interval, and you were like, "Oh, I wish we could go and talk to them," yeah, um, then blame Fight Club Pro for that. Yeah, that's on them. Yeah. All um, right, let's do a third. Not my grabs. Okay. Well, this I, I don't know whether logistics have played into this in any way, shape, or form. I don't know whether there is some backstage thing that means that this person couldn't appear on the show. I don't know whether he's got an injury or whether he's booked elsewhere for some reason. Yeah. But Travis Banks was not on this show. Yeah. Now, and we, we say that for a couple of reasons. One, we fucking love Travis Banks. Yeah. We're big Travis Banks fans on Love the Graps. Um, he was in the first match that we ever saw at Fight Cop Pro. Yeah. Uh, and completely fucking knocked it out of the park with Zack Sabre Jr. So since then, he's been kind of Fight Cop Pro for us a bit. Yeah. But also, it's kind of indicative of something else, that he wasn't the only one missing tonight. Yeah. Um, and that kind of also lends itself to, like, a flavour that's missing. I, I think it raises a lot of questions for me about, like, what is Fight Club Pro at the minute? Mm. So, I mean, and we've, I think we've spoken about this before. Um, let's say that that show where we had the six-man tag match, where yep. half of it was, like, it, it basically involved, like, Jordan Devlin suddenly being a good guy and the return of Dan Maloney... Suddenly being a good guy. And Travis Banks... First uh, match back after injury. Yeah, first back ma- match back after in- injury. And... Um, we had lots of questions about what the hell that was going on at that point. Um, but I think I feel like at the moment there's some real questions about what direction Fight Club Pro is going in. Yeah. Like we had like no Travis Banks on this show. No. Who I would say has been the heart of Fight Club Pro for a good period yeah. of time. Like, you know, kind of... He was one of the reasons we were so sort of enamoured with it for the first year we were going. Yeah. He's one of the reasons we became season ticket holders. Like, his rise through the um, the um, Infinity Tournament and eventually pick it, getting the hold of the championship. Um, but it's not just him who is missing. No. Like, there was no Omari on this show, who For, I've got mixed feelings yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, we, we've, we've got our issues with the way Omari's 
Fight Club Pro career has, has got. Yeah. But he's still a big part of Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Um, and then also missing, and missing for the last couple of shows, Clint Margera. Yeah, no um, Clint Margera. Who again is kind of, he is Fight Club Pro. Yeah. Um, and then if, if you widen it out as well, um, no MK McKinnon still. Um, no, that seems to have gone on loan to, to Rev Pro. Yeah. Um, no Chuck Mambo, who's been a fixture there in the Scrambos, but also picks up a win against Tim Thatcher yeah. on the Schadenfreude show. Um, so there are a lot of people just... And, and Jordan Devlin missing tonight as well. I know that was like a last-minute thing for, for whatever reason, but he's kind of been the face of Fight Club Pro. And all this is kind of on the heels of losing British Strong Style. And so it's kind of... Yeah, the Schadenfreude thing's still there, and... I'm, I'm still on board with Schadenfreude. I like I like a good stable. I like I don't mind a stable dominating. But who's who's opposing them? Yeah, who's the home team? Yeah, I mean it's not like like the Hunter brothers recently held the tag team titles for quite a while. It's not like they were going after Schadenfreude. No, like and they could have like they they like they were the ones who sort of. I, but they're the only ones holding belts yeah uh, apart from Mako who was the again again, I guess the only person who had direct sort of problems with Schadenfreude but wasn't there at every show but wasn't there at every show um, there was no drive there's, no, there's not been any driving force like tonight there were four matches that involved Schadenfreude out of seven out of seven and save for the main event like, there were no storylines. No. Like, there was no storyline reason for any of those matches well, to be happening. Well, you say that, a storyline did, did well, get furthered yeah. in one of them. Um, I, for one, can't wait for the inevitable Timothy Thatcher versus G-Man match. Yeah, G-Man, video technician. Yeah. Um, Gilet jaune. Yeah. Of, of Fight Club Pro with um, his porn star Tash who we've talked about on previous shows so maybe go back uh, do you know what I think actually this podcast is the best place to follow the G-Man yeah. Timothy Thatcher story yeah we seem to be the only ones talking about it yeah um, so he came out tonight and cost Timothy Thatcher his match yeah um, so who knows what's going to happen there next but yeah you're right it was so Brooks took on Shima it was fine uh, Carl Fletcher took on Daisuke Setemoto fine um, Tim Thatcher took on Dan Maloney um, but again there, were, there, there was nothing I mean, in kind of they slapped each other before the previous match that they had yeah um, and then you had Mark Davis Mako Satamura it, it seems that we're missing that kind of who who's opposing uh, Schadenfreude on behalf of Fight Club Pro and that is the natural gap that you would find your Travis Banks your Clint Margeras your Omaris in yeah so yeah so I don't know I, I want to see Travis Banks on every show yeah basically <laughs> if I had my if I had my druthers I would um, see Travis Banks as much as possible yeah um, and Fight Club Pro I would hope is one of the places that I could see him every month yeah but it doesn't feel like that and it doesn't feel like I've seen Travis Banks in an important match in a while I mean I made a comment earlier that 
that might be the first singles match I've seen El Fantasma have in Fight Club Pro. Is it? I don't know. I mean, he's had, he's had a couple, I think. He had the, he, well, there was the one at the Infinity Tournament with Mike Bailey. Right. Um, which, you know, I particularly enjoyed. That was, that was pretty good. Okay. Um, so he's had a couple, but yeah, he tends to be sort of shoved in the scrambo, doesn't he? Yeah. Scramble, not scramble. scramble. Yeah. Only find a scrambo at your bog standard good show. Yeah, TM. Um, so yeah, like, it was, it was a fine show. Yeah. With a couple of really good matches on it, but then a, a lot of stuff that I think kind of yeah. fell fell in between. Yeah. Like there was nothing. There was certainly nothing bad on it. Like in in a way, it was it was very similar to me too. Um, last weekend, I went to see Pro Wrestling Eve. Yeah. Um, Chris didn't go. Chris was busy uh, planning for Euro Disney. Um, sure. So I went and. It was it was a good show, without anything really to write home about. Okay. There were some good matches. There was nothing bad. Everything was 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 great. But it won't be a show that I will remember. And I think maybe other than uh, moments of the main event, um, you know, particularly Mako doing a Death Valley Driver off the apron in, onto a table, um, the outside, um, some other bits of that main event there's, there's nothing I'll really remember from this show um, and yeah sometimes you want moments don't you moments and storylines that's what well, we're no, about I think I think that's the problem I don't want just moments I want that I want the moments to be part of something bigger well, yeah and but I you think... also want moments if you're not getting storylines I don't think we got either really tonight I feel like there's a tendency to book for like the moments to book for like one-off matches to try and get something out of that and I don't I don't know whether maybe it's me maybe like I have been spoiled for such a long time yeah. and I hold somebody like Fight Club Pro up to a higher standard yeah, than I would somebody else you know a lot of other people seem to be really enjoying it there was a lot of chat tonight there was a lot of chat you could hear like Conversations going. Well, not you couldn't actually hear the conversations. This wasn't a good show where you can hear someone talking about uh, Pete Dunn um, joining the Apple Fun Police. Um, but you could hear chatter. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of murmuring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I wonder whether maybe I just expect too much. Yeah. Maybe I do. Yeah. But like but I if do, we do that's because of their track record. Yeah, and and I got Fight Club Pro is the only place I'm going to on a regular basis. Yeah, and I feel like there's an op- there is opportunity there for them to be telling proper stories, and I don't feel like that's their mo. Yeah, um, that's not what they're looking to try and do. Still, it's DTTI next month. Yeah. So who knows what's going to kick off there? Uh, it's three days. Um, the last day is on my birthday, but they put it in Manchester. Manchester's a long way away. Inconvenient. I know. So um, I won't be going there. But we are going to one of the nights. On Saturday, um, yeah. So, yeah, so we will get to see what's going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so who knows? Maybe who knows? maybe something will will spring from there into the next load of shows. Yeah. So. But let's call it a day, shall we? Yeah. We're, just, we're getting towards being home. Yeah. Um, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so thanks for joining us on this drive. Mm. Um, we will be back sooner or later. 
got a good wrestling show tomorrow. Yeah, so we'll probably try um, and do a hangover show. Yeah, so we'll try and do something around that because that's what we do. Yeah. I've got a week off work next week. Have you? Yeah. Well, I've just had one. So. Uh-huh. Um, so good for you. Yeah. I hope that's nice. Yeah, I'm going to Wembley Arena to see my daughter sing. What? Why yeah. is she singing the national anthem for? No, my daughter's Ariana Grande. Did you not know that? What? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, it's nice. She's not. She's um, Beyonce. Oh, right, okay. You're old enough to be Ariana Grande's dad, aren't you? Well, it's, it's true. Yeah. It's very true. It's a sad fact. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll be back sooner or later. I know we haven't been as consistent at the moment, so I hope you're still listening. Um, you're still subscribed and still tuning in. Um, get onto the Facebook group, because it is banging. Um but until next time, unless Alan's got anything that he'd like to add. I have nothing more to add. Until next time, go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are time. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun Of the world that we need, where the starfish on the beach